Welcome back to the Layer Podcast, where sensuality, sexuality, and black ass spirituality intertwine. Let's go ahead and get into the episode. Welcome, guys, back to the podcast. As I said last time, we have another special guest. This is one of my good friends, um, Taylor Crenshaw. We met through Clubhouse um, in one room. I can't remember what room it was, though. I don't remember. But we met in the Clubhouse room and connected that way. Come to find out, we have a mutual friend um, named Rodney. We actually did a podcast episode (laughs) all together. Like a year ago? Was that not mm-hmm. a year ago? Okay. Um, which that doesn't seem that long ago, honestly, to me. Um, so we did the podcast episode a year ago, and she has been my real dog ever since. So um, introducing Taylor, would you like to let everybody know who you are and what you do and all the good things? Yes. So my name is Taylor Crenshaw, but I love for people to call me Tay. I don't mind. And honestly, I am getting into the habit, sis, of saying, like, when people ask that question, like, what do you do? It's just, like, more so saying who I am. I just tweeted about that. Like, you notice how when we introduce ourselves, we say, like, our who we work for, the company, the title. Rarely do we ever say who we are. So I want to start practicing that. And I guess I would say, like, I'm a multifaceted creative who delves into the wellness space and the environmental space. So... We're going to work on that intro, but I'm just like, I want to get into the habit of like saying who I am when I walk into rooms, not my organization, who I work for, or company I work for. Of course, we're going to talk about my organization today, but the company piece, I'm like, y'all niggas don't deserve that much free time. No, sure. <laughs> I, I like that practice, which I'll, I think I'll start adding that in because it adds the separation of like, I'm not what I do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not my work. I just am. And this yeah. how we be rocking and rolling on a regular day. <laughs> yeah. And it allows people not to use you for your services too. like meet me first, not instead of meeting what I do to your point, like right. meeting my occupation. So I think that makes it easier for us to not have transactional relationships. Mm, Exactly. Because you're just meeting who I am. Now, after you meet who I am, I'll tell you what I do. Exactly. (laughs) After the fact, you know, if you need a little help, like, okay. Exactly. And now we can see how we can coexist in that way. But to your point, like, uh, I've been noticing it's a shift um, when you tell people who you are versus what you do. I think that's beautiful and I can agree you are very multifaceted yes. <laughs> I can definitely agree with that for sure um and I did want to touch on your organization too so we know like who you are and now what do you do <laughs> yes now that is my baby aside from like you know the corporate world and like the nine to five world this is my nonprofit, which I call it peace in the wild and so This is an organization that helps Black people and Indigenous and people of color. Um, It helps them find peace through outdoor recreation. So that outdoor recreation can be, um, but it's not limited to hiking, biking, water yoga, wellness retreats, camping, community cleanups, virtual classes, and so much more. 
And so the gist of the organization, um, it is to serve as a refuge for people seeking escapes from the mundane routines of this world. It is where sacred space, community, and reconnection with our roots are prioritized. And most importantly, our intentions um, for this organization is to educate members on environmental wellness, ecotherapy, earth stewardship, all while building community and offering meaningful experiences. And so for people who, that intro was a little too long to make it simplified, um, this organization, again, is to help Black people find peace in the wild. And it's a double entendre. So it's literally to find peace in nature, in the wilderness, but also to find peace in your everyday life because this world is wild. The city of Atlanta is wild where I live. Like you go across Miami, wherever you are, like our everyday lives, adulthood, these systems, global structures, like it is wild. So we want you to find peace in both of those places. So that's what the org is in a whole in its entirety. Wanting a fun way to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, I have the perfect solution for you. Hop on over to lovesense.com. The link will be down below in the description for all of your in-person and long-distance fun toys and things for you and your significant other. Catch a nut in public. Enjoy life. <laughs> Head over to lovesense.com and check it out for yourself. love that and no it was not too long at all it was thorough <laughs> we love thorough around here okay um I definitely do love what you do as someone who I'm not gonna say I still struggle with it but like it's been a challenge for me to make sure that I am like grounded and centered being out is very very important for me to do because if mm. I'm not if I don't get out if I'm not like by a body of water if my feet are not in the grass like if I'm not you know outside despite these allergies that be kicking my ass <laughs> it's that season okay <laughs> um being able to get out and really just having a moment of like peace like being able to just take a deep breath and just like unplug from yes. everything for a while is so so important so I adore what you have created um, because I remember like our very first conversation you touched on it before and we talked about it some but to see it from then to now yeah I'm just so proud like look at my friend thank you, <laughs> thank you so much I'm so excited and I, I can't wait for it to grow and continue to reach a lot of people because right now we are um, solely in Georgia we're based in Georgia but the goal is to expand globally and I know you had your first event this past weekend so that was the third, actually. The so, third, okay. Mm-hmm, I've been like doing it small, but leading up, I would say this was the first event I really like did promo for. Okay. But um, you know how it is when you own a business or you own a nonprofit, whatever the case may be, you you tend to doubt yourself. So it's just like uh, the first two, I was like, I don't really want to promote. I'm a little scared. I'm a little shy. Nobody's going to show up. Right. But Lord and behold, everyone did. And so this time, this third time was a charm. I'm like, let me really put some promo behind it let me be a little bit more active on social media because you and I always talk about it I hate social media but I also am realizing (laughs) it is a great tool um, to get your business out there and to make connections with people you genuinely um, or generally wouldn't connect with Um, I'm really big on like in-person connections and word of mouth and building relationships through intentional and authentic and organic 
yeah. um, experiences. So that's kind of tough to do in a digital space, but I'm learning to look at it from a different perspective. And uh, yeah, so I've been on that. And then getting back to the event, we had this past Sunday, which was another hiking event. So the prior the prior two events were also hiking events. Um, and this third one was as well. Mm-hmm. But I want to shift away from that because I don't want people to think that this is solely just for hiking. Like literally, like I had said earlier, we are doing everything from water sports mm-hmm. to wellness retreats to online um, events and then indoor activations when the weather is cold. So I want to make sure that people know that we are well-versed in the environmental space. Um, and we want to t- touch all facets of it. Yeah, oh, I love that. I love that. I love that because I'm going to be at, an, at the next event. I was upset that I missed this past one. I was like, I really wanted to go. I really wanted to be yes. But I'll be at the next one. We have so much. We have so much coming. I'm so excited to have you. So how did you come to, like, how did you come towards your journey of creating, like, Peace in the Wild? How did that come about for you? Yes. So I was always, I like to call myself a facilitator um, and bringing communities together, bringing people together that normally would not come together otherwise. So when I walk into spaces, I do really love to call myself a facilitator in that case. And so I always had like an organization or something that was pertaining to community. So prior to this, I had an organization called Society. Mm -hmm. And basically it was just a safe space for Black women to commune, um, to release, to be vulnerable, to be transparent and just connect with one uh, one another. And that one stemmed from basically not being able to afford therapy because this was years ago when I started society and I couldn't afford therapy. So it's just like, I still need a safe space to express myself, to be welcomed and to be guided um, outside of my family as well. Cause I do have a very supportive family, but you know, sometimes you just want to be around like-minded people who are around your age. So created that and then, I love that for what it was. I had a beautiful like event. I had a beautiful like all yellow brunch. We all had yellow more. We were looking bomb. It's hell. <laughs> yeah. But then like my heart started to not feel connected to it. Um, and in that regard, I felt like I was limiting myself to just black women when I care about black children. I care about black men and I care about black non-binary people as well. So I wanted to move away from the women only focus and create something that was inclusive to all of my people, because that's I'm in the business of liberating my people as a whole, not just black women. Okay. So um I sunsetted society, of course, kept in touch with all of the women, but I wanted to create something that was more uh, broad and expansive. So I sat on it and for the life of me for two years, Malia, I could not come up with anything. So I just didn't do anything. Like I literally like went to my corporate job, like focused solely on that. I traveled a lot, but because I couldn't figure out a name. I'm just like, well, I don't need to do anything. And it sucks, but that's just how my brain was wired at the time. Mm-hmm. Then come February 2nd, 2021, my birthday, February 2nd, it came to me and it came out of a space of grief, of sadness, of darkness, because leading up to that birthday, I had lost both of my grandmothers who had raised me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just 
a world where my whole understanding of life, my whole routine, my everything that I knew, it was shattered and it shifted so quickly um, during 2020 because that happened in 2020. And so that whole year I had to, had a death in a sense. And I know that may be hard for a lot of people to grasp, but I had a an internal death um, where the person I once was no longer existed. Um, so I had to rebirth. And through that rebirth, I spent a lot of time in nature because again, during the pandemic, my hours were cut at work. We weren't getting the salaries that we were used to. Therapy was very expensive. So it's just like, what else can I do to find healing, to find an escape, to find peace? And so nature was that for me. So literally like in between me going home, because I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in between me flying back and forth helping family out, um, tending to like my own grief and then collectively like grieving with my family, nature. That was the only free time I had and that was the only place where I felt safe. So again, coming to my birthday, February 2nd, 2021, one of my grandmothers, uh, Magnolia, came to me and she gifted me with that name. And I'm so grateful. Yeah, I'm so grateful. It came to me because I'm gifted through dreams. And so that's where she revealed that name to me. And it, it just aligned perfectly. Like I'm so big on protecting my peace mm-hmm. and not wavering that and standing 10 toes down on that. And I really want other Black people and people of color to hold that piece up to that same standard as well and so it was fitting because my grandmother spent most of her time in her backyard in the garden in the wild Mm -hmm. you know and then my other grandmother as well and one thing that they did not play about was their peace every time I would come over their houses I'm like why aren't y'all working why are y'all always napping why are y'all always cooking why are y'all always in the garden do y'all not work but now as I'm an adult I'm like damn that was really a luxury Mm -hmm. and my grandmother's really said like not literally but fuck y'all like like, no, I'm choosing my peace. I'm choosing rest. I'm choosing the outdoors. I'm choosing something that makes me happy, that's free and accessible. And I also can feed my community through this. So, um, yeah, it was just fitting that she gave me that name. Woke up and I hit the ground running um, with it. And I was like, peace and all, that's it. Like, that literally describes what all of 2020 has been for me. That explains what life has been for me. Like, regardless of what wilderness I am in, I have to find peace there because it's it's never changing. You know, we look at nature like a tsunami or a tornado could come anytime it wants. Anytime. How are we going to find peace in that? You're going to do. Yeah. Same thing with our lives. Like grief is going to happen. People are going to die. You may lose your job. You may be going through a situation that's not favorable, but how are you going to find peace? So I applied that and I just, again, hit the ground running and literally I would say I was a little bit lazy though when we first got that um idea my ancestors don't play about me so they definitely uh kind of smacked me inside my head with it like come on girl yeah because I want to <laughs> say like even after 21 uh, February 2021 like I started to do like little stuff here and there like playing with the logo playing with like color schemes um, but it really wasn't until this year, sis, like I really was like, okay, we doing these events. I don't care if I don't have a website. I don't care if I don't have right. a certain like low, like I'm putting shit out there and mm-hmm. I want people to feel this energy. I want people to experience this. Um, but again, like you and I always talk about that corporate, which I cannot wait to you to talk to you at another time, but corporate hey. will literally have you putting your dreams and your passion and your purpose uh-huh. under the rug 
and won't like it means nothing about it and literally so that's what happened 2021 literally corporate <laughs> and I, I won't take the I won't put the blame on them because you know it's all about self too like I have to take um accountability as well like okay, yeah. Uh, yeah I was a little bit lazy but again like I was so work driven um I didn't have the time so fast forward to this year birthday again it's something with my birthdays two 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 thousand and twenty two you and twos mm-hmm and Which so this makes year, a lot of sense too because you and yeah. twos and that's about partnership that's about mm-hmm. connection and activity so that makes a lot of sense for you yeah and so this year it, it just skyrocketed to the point like said like I'm just like okay I'm about to make a calendar I'm about to work on my website I'm about to get back on Instagram because I had been off of social media for two years Mm -hmm. and so even that was a transition but it also was reaffirming because as soon as I got back on this year at the top of this year the love that I received when I tell you Malia I posted one thing I don't even I want to say the first thing I posted was not even my face and people were just like I missed your energy I miss this authenticity I miss like just following your journey and I'm just like damn like it's reaffirming like I do have a community even in a space that I really dislike because that can be another conversation too social media is a mental illness I feel like it's it's causing a lot of mental illness but itself like the entity and the energy of social media it is sickening because the realities are so different from what's actually going on like I feel like for social media it does a great job of keeping you ungrounded if you mm-hmm. don't know how to make those boundaries to keep yourself you know centered yes the anxiety that comes with that so it was a struggle for me to even show up and take up space in that world um which I still I'm, I'm working on it but um to your point I'm finding certain modalities and I'm finding boundaries within myself especially when I'm on there like okay go post get off delete the app go on about your day like me scrolling <laughs> I'm not into it if I don't care to see your content unfollow making sure like we always talk about spiritual wellness mental wellness but social social media wellness is a thing too um because you definitely have to be considered of what you consume I think I've said this before either on the podcast or like I think you and I have talked about it before where I was like where spirit really sat me down of like be sure that you're creating more that you consume and like if you're consuming more than you that if you're consuming more than you're creating ensure that what you're consuming is going to help you to create more so that you don't have to consume so much like next time Yeah. So when I came back on, I had to make sure I was very intentional about that too, making sure that I'm following profiles that are either inspiring me or educating me in regards to peace in the wild. So a lot of environmental pages, a lot of even things that were outside of like the environmental space and like the outdoor recreation, like pole dancing is something that I love or, you know, mindfulness or spirituality. So just making sure that my timeline was curated into a way that feeds into me and I feed, in, I feed into it. So, um, yeah, that was that's really where we are with Peace in the Wild. Like I had to put fire under my own ass and I feel like my birthday um, sparked that. Mm-hmm. And I've been on a roll ever since. And so I'm just excited to get this out to the world for more people to understand what it is that we do um, and understand like this is a free and accessible resource to you. Now, I'm not saying every adventure or everything that we do is going to be free um, because mama needs to make her money and mama (laughs) got to sustain. Yeah, we got to pay some bills (laughs) to sustain a lifestyle, but I definitely, like myself, I remember at a point, like, 
that's one thing with brands that I don't um, care for most times is that we tend to forget that everyone does not live a life like us. Mm-hmm. So what about the people in the hood who cannot afford therapy? What about the people in the hood who can't take off of work to come to a wellness event? You know what I'm saying? So what are some things that are accessible like a backyard or walking around the block or going to your community garden to get some fruit or some vegetables to feed your kids? So I just wanted to make sure that this brand is very accessible because that's that's what it was birthed out of. My accessibility. Mm-hmm. Accessibility mm-hmm. and liberation. We love it. We love to see it yeah. and we love to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and community, community care. I also think one reason why, and I, you and I have talked about this for sure. I know we have, <laughs> but talking about like intimate relationships and community, like it's yeah. not just, I see you walking up and down the street every day or whatever, but really and truly knowing that, okay, I went to this event. I talked to these people. If I hit them up on like a random Friday or something like that, and I just need someone to, like lean on to just kind of you know share the weight of the world then I know that I have mm-hmm. somewhere to go it's not right. simply oh well, yeah I saw her out like you know mm. exactly but like really building those intimate relationships within your community um and I think that's where we shift from being um from saying like oh I'm from saying I'm in community with them to saying like I'm in a village with them yes and for me personally like on my body when I think of a community versus when I think of a village when I think of a community I think of like any city any state like that's a community Mm. people but being able to add those intimate relationships that's a village and so like to me when I think of a village I'm thinking like if I go down the road I need some sugar hey sis like (laughs) I don't have any of this or this like could you like spot me or I don't know how to do this and this like can you help me out or do you know somebody who could you know help me and being able to feel comfortable with really asking for help or being in community and just being around people who, like you said, are like-minded, you know, and who also want to be, be there. Yeah, I agree. Like most of the words, girl, most of the things, the words in this place, America, in this world, like we've lost the essence of it. So I agree with you, like even saying a village, it feels more homey. It feels more welcoming because the community that we know of is so segregated. It is so like, just divisive and just not a oneness that community once was so I do want to like change that as well even to the word um because to your point a lot of people are aloof who who are in a community like you're like oh, okay like okay yeah that's my neighbor but yeah, I don't really know them right. like that like I ain't gonna really bother them you don't bother me I don't bother you and I nah. like I should be able to go out of town and feel safe enough because my neighbor is watching my house so that community care aspect and also like you said creating a village amongst our people um that's really what the goal is for peace in a while so I'm so happy you said that because that's that's all I ever strive for my first thing in my first intention is always like connecting with the individual one-on-one first I want to see you as an individual um and then we bring each other into our communities and we integrate because then I'm able to it's not even I guess I do that to like I just want to see the person mm-hmm I just want to see you. I want to hear you. I want to understand what do you need from this relationship? What do you need from these interactions and vice versa? And then again, like I said, now we can integrate into the village Mm -hmm. because we both know what our love languages are, what our needs and necessities are. Now we can better help each other in a communal space. I remember like when I, um, as I've been living here, where I'm living now, child's about to give y'all my whole address. (laughs) Let me relax. Okay. (laughs) gonna have somebody outside your window you know what I mean (laughs) let me Mm -hmm. calm down 
I remember my stepfather, he would go out of town and he would be, I would be like, oh, do you want me to like pick up the mail um, to your point? And he was like, nah, like such and such, they're going to pick up the mail. And I was like, yeah, literally. I'm That's like, how. And he was yeah. like, yeah, we've been doing that for years. Like as long as I've been living over here, they'll pick up my mail or whatever. They'll make sure the house is good. Like any packages, whatever. I know where to go and vice versa and I had never heard that like even to like my mom speaking of like the matriarch the matriarchs in our family like my grandmother my grandmother is the way that my stepfather is you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying but I never saw that from my mom so I remember I looked at my mom and I was like you just be letting like random folks just come and get your mail girl like is that okay <laughs> are you okay and she was like yeah but that's something I learned through him and then learning that my stepfather learned that from being the only boy in an all-girl family yeah (laughs) um and so it really speaks to like a lot of our village mentalities um a lot of them are from like the moms the grandmothers like the aunts like the sisters like hey you know you can like that motherly like caretaker that energy of just like you you can really be like in community with me and like I'm not gonna make you feel any kind of way unless you're out here doing something dumb then like you know exactly now we have I need to have a conversation but like <laughs> bring like, it back oh, we're just you know we're just, just trying to get through life together and trying yeah. to find peace and all this ridiculousness that we have to deal with so I definitely agree with that and it's funny that you said that because it's the same sentiments for me like I grew up on a block where every single person knew each other mm-hmm. whether your kids are playing together to your point we grab a mail or you go out of town I'm watching your house we got neighborhood watch. So it's just like, I grew up, honestly, was only black within that neighborhood. <laughs> because everybody <laughs> was homeowners. Everybody else around the corner. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Right. But my actual block, I grew up on that. And then also I'm an only child. So that's where that community um, aspect comes from. Because I get that question a lot. Like, why are you so like invested in community or mm-hmm. so embracing to new people and new relationships? I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm not naive. I know that this world has people that don't mean well for us. I know that people can hurt us. I know that there are some dangerous people out here as well. But until you prove that to me, I'm good. Like I'm open arms and it's just like you, everyone deserves community. Mm -hmm. So um, I just go into every situation, every interaction into that. And you can tell it's reflected through peace in the wild. Cause like you said, similar to your mother, a lot of people were raised in survival. For me, I was raised deeply in love. Um, And so that's another reason why I reached back out to community. I'm so big on like bringing other people into my space is because, yeah, like being raised in love. So the people who come across my organization who were raised in survival, their first instinct is like, I'm not going on a hike with somebody I don't know, or I'm not going into a space Mm -hmm. unfamiliar with other people I don't know. I don't know if they're going to like me, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, they see either maybe their best friend, their boyfriend, somebody else in their their actual like other community. Mm -hmm. They see them go off and come to pieces and they're like, damn, like maybe this isn't so bad. Let me try this too. So I've been getting a lot of people like that who are like deeply introverts. And I'm talking about like introverts who... They don't want to say nothing to you. Like, they don't right. say a peep to you. They don't even say hi to you. Like, I literally am shocked at the people that come to these, like, adventures because they're like, this is very uncomfortable for me, but you created a safe space for me to show up and for me to connect with other people or at least try to. And that's beautiful because as a, as a recovering introvert, oof, 
it'd be a struggle sometimes like it's so funny because people they'll know my sun sign because I talk about all the time like oh you're a Libra so you're super super surf you're super super like social and like outgoing and stuff like that I'm like child I was an only child okay girl I was an only child I am a Taurus moon (laughs) I have (laughs) multiple Scorpio placements I (laughs) like come on this Libra sun is holding on by a thread I'm telling you but having those those glimpses and those opportunities of like genuine community and interaction yeah girl I'm gonna talk to everybody yeah <laughs> I'm everybody's friend at that point and so it's nice that you are or you're, you're really cultivating a space where that can happen so like somebody who may have just been in their shell so like the first event by like the third fifth event they talking to everybody they want everybody number oh my god yeah. I have a homegirl like that right now we literally just were talking about that she's so damn funny but she's one of those people to your point like introvert at first but like once you're comfortable and you find your space like this is her favorite thing to do like I might make her the piece in a while mascot because she is just like an advocate and I'm like this is so shocking the same person that didn't want to talk to nobody like you was out there like kicking and giggling with everybody this past yeah. Sunday I think that that has to do a lot with trust like really trusting that community is really going to show up not against you but like for you and with you yeah and y'all can just rock it out y'all can just have a good time y'all can have you know have your hard discussions and stuff like that that's the reason why like with Centrally Divine um that's been a big thing for me like I don't care how you or even the layer for that matter how you show up is how you show up exactly I said this to one of my friends yesterday I don't give a damn about the show but no because baby I don't need it (laughs) I'm telling you I don't need it I don't want it it doesn't serve any one of us Mm-mm. and I don't care how you show up to your point like you I don't care about your profession I don't care about how many kids you have like come I because my my current mantra is like what's the best that can happen mm-hmm. like you never know until you try until you put yourself out there and I also always try to create a safe space whether you meet me on the street in a grocery store or on social media I try to make sure that everyone who encounters me has a safe experience mm-hmm. and that you feel comfortable enough to be your authentic self and to see and be your authentic self too through me it's like I always want you to do that fuck that I'm right here in front of you like see yourself in this interaction and make sure that you can be that fully and I like to think that I do a great job at that but that's one of my key things for peace in a while like because I noticed that social media or like this world period has made us very socially awkward um so I always try to like just make sure that I'm putting myself out there and the fact that I'm my most authentic self so you can come to me as is as well I remember I started doing that as like a compliment. If someone ever complimented me, I would just say it's because I'm a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. I remember I started exactly. doing that with different women. And like the response from that was really heartwarming, but also very bittersweet in some aspects. Because like at some point, if I say that the only reason why I can be as authentic is because I'm a reflection of you. So like my authenticity, you can be the same. Exactly. exactly. You know, and some people... Or some of the women that I've encountered when I was using that of being like, oh, well, I could never be like as free flowing as you. And it's just, yes, you can. and it's beautiful to witness people like stretch out because yes. the that we live in, we've really been conditioned to like, how much can I shrink and like fit and mold myself, but to really see a community of people just like take a deep breath and like stretch out and you really see who they are and you know what they enjoy and all those different things like that's a beautiful sight to see oh my god and to like know that you were the one who inspired that too I know for me I know it feels beautiful for me but I know for you that has to feel like 
life-changing in some cases too because it's just like we get all of these dms or these interactions it's just like thank you like because you were yourself or because you were talking about sensuality and intimacy or taylor you were dancing on instagram like a crackhead like yeah you know (laughs) we love it and it's just like i i feel my heart just warms up to see people just come out of their shells and understand that like you have to create the safe space this world is not going to do it for you it's not gonna do it for you it's not gonna do it for you and it's so interesting like (laughs) it's so funny because some people will think they'll look at like the work that we do and think that it's like oh well you know you're getting a lot of feedback and it's like it's not necessarily feedback it's really like the fire under my ass yeah because if like if somebody comes to me and they give me like a good review on my sensuality coaching or reading or an oil whatever the case may be or they go to your event they go on a hike or they go to some sort of like swimming event or something like that and you see the joy that they have is like okay I'm gonna do this again because Mm -hmm. somebody else deserves to also feel this too Mm -hmm. it's like a it doesn't really hit me (laughs) as much as I think people think it's supposed to yeah it's not like an internal because if I focus it on like an internal like me thing it's like oh well that's nice it is (laughs) (laughs) and like that's it right like oh thank you so much but if I know that if I can connect like oh buddy with like somebody else and they can have like the same interaction that's when I'm like oh damn like and yes you like, hit it right on the heart like oh <laughs> that community because that happened yeah. my surprise party this year on my birthday again y'all you can see the theme here but the birthday is big to <laughs> see that it was a surprise for me so these people had to be together I want to say like one or two hours prior to the party but to your point to see all of these people connect on my behalf that's what warms my heart same thing with peace in a while it's people who are now dating peace in the wild it is people who are now going to lunches and brunches with new girlfriends like homegirls and homeboys because you met at peace in the wild and that's what really does it for me or like hey taylor i started to channel whatever gifts i had with inside of myself because i was inspired on your walk your nature walk or something so it's just like those like authentic and organic reviews, but more so interactions with other people and going into the world and applying what they've learned in my space. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, like I, it'd be bringing tears to my eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, damn, this is possible. Like I didn't need a corporate job to have this type of impact. Like right. it was all within me this whole time. That's the key. And I think that's so, <laughs> I think the spirit really just hollers that often. Oh God, like, trust I'm yourself. You're asking me like, what do you want? This is how I be feeling like my grandma sometimes be feeling like, cause that's how she was feeling yesterday. Um, <laughs> we were having our discussion. She was like, you be asking me all these questions. If you think it's going to work, child, it's going to work. Yeah. Great. If you think it's going to be a great interaction, guess what? It is it's a great interaction. If you think it's going to be shit, then guess what? <laughs> it's going to be shit. shit. Like, but it happens with it makes me think of like the old uh saying of like if you believe that you can or can't you're right Mm -hmm. like if you can't be in community if you think that you won't fit in like you're probably gonna be right but it's because of the energy that you're gonna carry and bring into the space oh my favorite one too what you're saying that it's so hard to make friends as an adult like no It's not. It's because you think that, you believe that, you keep telling yourself that, and you keep feeding yourself that through social media posts that tell you as an adult that this is impossible. 
Now, am I saying that everybody is going to be your best friend? And you can just walk up to anybody in Whole Foods? No, you may get slapped. I'm not sure about right. that one. We're not but... putting you out there like that. <laughs> yeah, but there are spaces that will allow you and embrace you mm-hmm. to be your authentic self and build new relationships and connections. I don't care what city you're in because that's a fan favorite too. Like Atlanta is so fake. LA is so fake. Mm-hmm. It's just like you yep. are carrying this energy that's bringing you exactly what you're carrying. Mm-hmm. Like the only and that's why you're getting the outcome is because of that. Mm-hmm. I think we, we discount our energy and our thoughts so much that we, we do. Don't, we don't realize like where we're placing ourselves. Mm-mm. I can't remember what was I listening to. It was either Bossy Bruja on her Instagram her. podcast or something. Oh, I adore her. Adore her. Somebody just my sister just put me on to her, but I am like really enjoying I adore her. her. Fun fact about Bossy, she's. I can if I can really ingenuinely say she is the catalyst person who got me to where I am today in like my spiritual journey. Love that. Yeah. So when I say I be talking her up, we love it. <laughs> her up. Black women supporting black women. Okay, I'm gonna talk her up to infinity. Okay. Um, but I remember she was talking about, I think it was on one of her live sessions, but she was just like, you are the universe in like a literal sense so if you're telling yourself essentially like it's hard to make friends it's hard to get a job I'm never gonna get this I'm never gonna do this this is never gonna happen for me you know the list goes on and when you see that mimic back to you what are you surprised for exactly it's just like looking in a mirror and thinking that your mirror is going to tell you something different it never will because it's a reflection of who you are Mm, you are your greatest power you are your greatest power and you can also be your greatest enemy if you allow it. You can. Mm-hmm. So coming into, and I think like for, for me and coming into more black femme spaces, that's been a big teacher for me. Something I've mm-hmm. had to keep like in mind often because like growing up, I can say like younger me is very proud of older me and like the relationships with black women that I do have. Yes. Because I did not, I did not have good relationships with black women. Mm. I didn't. I was very untrue. Like it, I didn't trust it. Mm-mm. Think like thin glass of ice. Like that's <laughs> the same. Yeah, I did not trust the same. it. You know, and I was like, well, I feel like I don't ever have any friends. I don't have anyone who understands me. Like I don't know how to be in community. I don't know what to do. And then of course you'd be having the niggas and like the niggas make more sense than y'all. So I'm gonna go over here. But then the niggas are also done. Oh, and you like, was one of them. Like I'm yeah. like, I can't go in my home boys. <laughs> yes, like because I also grew up, like I was the only girl growing up for a pretty long time around like in my age range so like all of my closest age friends were boys mm-hmm. so growing up like it was weird for me to gain like that level of friendship with women because I was used to boys or being around old people like that mm-hmm. was it for me <laughs> I was just around old people and boys um, that's it. And, yeah that's it and then growing up I was like but I would look at my grandma's swoops and like she would have all these friends, like she would have all this stuff going on. She'd be going here, there, everywhere. She'd be dressing up, doing all kinds of stuff. My grandmother Brandon, both of rest both of their souls. Um, she would have her outfits, she would do her thing. And I'm just like, what did I do wrong? Like, what did I miss? No, it's society. Definitely society <laughs> like, that did it wrong. 
you know? So growing up, like, to your point, talking about your grandmother is like really teaching you like the importance of like rest and protecting your peace. I think that that's been a lesson that's been circulating for me. Um, and I've talked to you about this before of like really being in community, like just being mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm here. I know yeah. I'm having a rough time, but hey, y'all. <laughs> exactly. And I still deserve love and community too, even during those rough patches. But just to switch gears a little bit, I wanted to touch on, since I'm talking about, like, we talk about grandmothers and all kinds of stuff. Um, I know that you have another section of your organization called Wild Woman. Or Wild Woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that come like into play with everything? I want to read something I wrote too, then I'll tell you um, how it came into play. But I had wrote this um, because I was thinking of a way I needed to post it on Instagram to get, you know, some people like more engaged and like interested in it. So I have wrote this and it's titled Wild Women. Mm-hmm. So this is my, based on my definition, but of course I have been reading this book, um, Women Who Run With Wolves. Yeah, Don't give me- I started reading that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically it talks, it delves a little bit deeper into the archetype of the wild woman um so I would highly recommend that one to anyone listening to this but this is based on that based on like what I'm going for this is my definition so I'm going to read it it's a little lengthy but bear with me y'all um (laughs) wild women a woman who lives authentically and embodies the rawest form of herself unapologetically powerful beautifully flawed instinctive passionate creative wise and intuitive she is free untamed and detached from social constructs she boldly lives in her truth and courageously expresses herself she actively pursues her dreams and desires without resistance she loves and nourishes herself deeply she protects what she loves she is a force of nature she possesses an aura that captivates anything in her force in her force field She listens to her inner voice and spirit to discern who she is as opposed to what others want her to be. She is both gentle and fierce, embracing her fluidity and the divine feminine and masculine energy. She is always in a state of transition or rebirth because she is constantly evolving. She is rare and endangered archetype that must be protected. So that is what I came to conclusion with, what wild woman means to me. (laughs) That is beautiful. It's beautiful and I love that it gives the the depth of divine feminine and masculine energy like having that balance but also understanding your flow is important like your authenticity mm-hmm. is important like you just being whatever divine feminine looks like for you yes and you know that. we were just talking about that too mm-hmm. but yes yeah, so that is the definition that like spoke to me and like I don't like to proclaim myself as a writer, but I can write well, girl, in a way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friend. Like it comes like I always say people, ch- my people channel through me through writing. So like they speak to me through writing. So um, that was this case in this situation. Um, and yeah, Wild Women was birthed out of just my need and wants to connect with other divine women as we always speak about and as your audience will come to know about me, like very gifted, very spiritual, very Mm -hmm. into tarot, into speaking with the dead, speaking with my ancestor, graveyard work, hoodoo, voodoo, ifa, like I do not discriminate anything that is of the spiritual diaspora. 
I am deeply invested into it, researching it and making sure that I'm connected to it. So that's just what it is. It was like a part of me. I'm like, okay, we got peace in a while. We can tone this down. And, and it's kind of like ourselves, you know, you don't walk into, I don't know, it's just certain spaces where you don't want to share all of yourself. And I'm learning through therapy, like where I used to be like, oh, my God, I should be able to be my fully transparent, authentic self in every room that I'm going. And my therapist was like, no, babe, Mm -hmm. you need to protect some stuff. Some stuff needs to be sacred. So that's where I was like, let me break this off from peace in the wild while I still want peace in the wild to have that wellness, that spiritual, that mindfulness aspect to it. We don't have to delve as deep as we're going to get with wild women. So that's where that came from. And just, yeah, I just wanted to connect with like-minded women. And I wanted to break this down specifically to women because it already was within me from um, what I'm in earlier society. So I'm like, I kind of want to bring back that essence, but come on, let's get the doulas. Let's get the holistic healers. Let's get the the sexual, the sensual doulas. Let's get the, (laughs) you know, the psychic, the psychedelic um, beings and women like let's make a space for us to talk about unorthodox things that are kind of shunned out within the regular world or social media. Like it's much more prevalent on social media now, mm-hmm. I feel like, but still it's certain aspects where you're not going to want to go on the Instagram live or post to your followers that you just had this premonition or, you know, you had this dream about such and such, whatever it was, but I'm like, I'm safe space for that. So um, I decided to start it off for now on Zoom calls, monthly Zoom calls, um, where we just connect, we meet on a Sunday. I want to say the last Sunday of the month. I may switch that to the first Sunday of the month with the um, Peace in the Wild adventures happening now. Mm-hmm. But we just connect and we just let it free flow. Oh. Have a conversation. What is on your heart? What is on your mind? What do you need from this space today? And like I said, it's so many different types of wild women on those calls, whether you are delivering babies, whether you are giving readings and speaking to ancestors, whether you are working in a hospital or you are a social worker, like it's so many women on that call that can assist or can be in community with you if need be, but also just there to be them authentic selves and to show up and say, hey, this is what I do as a career. Yeah, but this is who I am on a spiritual level. And it's so funny that you say that because I was having a conversation yesterday And that's where my journey is taking me of being okay with leading with like me as a spiritual being Mm -hmm. and really showing up as what that is, what that means to me, the fluidity in that Um, instead of trying to like shrink it and hide it for the sake of like someone's comfort. Understand like, I'm not going to share everything. Like to your point, I'm not going to be out here giving you Mm -hmm. you my recipes and all this other kinds of stuff. No, but um if it's a Tuesday and you having a conversation and I'm just like oh this makes me think of such and such and such and such my grandma was in here just <laughs> you know going exactly <laughs> instead of you know yeah sure they'll look at me yeah sure they'll probably ask questions but I can't just be you know I can't keep everything in like that's not healthy <laughs> it's not healthy to be that small like all of the time yeah and so really having a space where women can come and just and just release is really important yeah learn build grow all those things is really really important you learn so much too through situations like that or communities like that because it's like one a lot of communities like that do not exist for us a lot of people when I introduce you or like I send your profile to them they're like oh my god I didn't even know a sex doula was a thing 
Mm-hmm. So it's also like creating a space for people who you may not be into the things that we're into. You may not have the beliefs that we have or the practices that we may delve into, but you're open. You have an open mind. You have an open heart. And you're like, I want to learn more. So that's what Wild Women is a space for, too. I feel like Peace in the Wild is very generalized. Again, men, women, children, dogs, cats, hell, whatever the hell you want uh, come on. on these adventures, <laughs> y'all can come. Right. But Wild Women, like, it's very intentional. That's the side of me that's, like, very sacred and very intentional. Like, you, you need to want to be in this space. You need to want to be on a Zoom call or in person because we are moving into wellness retreats for that one. You, you need to want to be in community with 20 other women that look very different from you and their lifestyle may not match with yours, but you're like, hey, I want to be here. I want to make these connections and I want to expand my experiences. Shout out to my homegirl, Tay. She gave me that. Um, expanding our experience yeah. while we're within this human experience. And it's like, that's who I'm looking for, for the wild women. It's still open. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'll post to my um, social media just in case, you know, we have some interest, but again, this is not, I don't want to call it a secret society or anything, but it's a sacred yeah. society. Yeah. You know, it's for people who really, you, you have to be intentional and you want to be in these spaces because Anybody who knows me, sis, and me and you, or you and I talk about this very often, like mm-hmm. my spiritual, my spirituality has saved me. Mm-hmm. My practices have saved me. Me talking to my ancestors have pulled me out of some of the darkest moments and no one is going to take that from me and no one is going to make me feel small or make me want to hide that. Mm-hmm. And if you do make me feel like that, I need to go the other way. Mm-hmm. and find community who embraces that mm-hmm. because it is such a part of me to the point my family is even getting to the point like oh Taylor doesn't eat certain things let's be mindful when she comes home for holidays or oh Taylor you know they call me a butterfly child or a wild child or something <laughs> but you know they're starting yeah. to you are starting to to mold into my world and you have to because I'm not playing about me anymore right. I've done too, I've done that for too long I've molded myself into everything else that everyone wanted me to be but now, like I told you earlier, like going through that death and rebirth, mm-hmm. I the power is within me to become the highest version of myself. Mm-hmm. And I have to stand ten toes down on that. And so while women is literally like that resistance and it's that that power and that divine feminine and divine masculine energy. And it's just like, nah, like I'm showing up in this space. It may not be in every space because, and that's a choice for me. It's not because yeah. I, I'm feeling small or I feel embarrassed. It's like, nah, like this is I so bomb. Quality interaction. Yeah. And I know it's so fire. It's so bomb. It's so impactful. Like I don't want to share that, which is every, any and everybody. Yeah. yeah. So that's where that birth from. And like, I think that's like, I'm excited for peace in a while. Like, do not get me wrong. I'm so excited for my baby. But that wild women, like that is, it's a lot of stuff coming with that. Um, And the first event is going to actually involve you. And so you and I have talked about it, but for your listeners, like, it's just basically, um, I don't know if I'm going to call it intimacy in the wild or sensuality in the wild yet, but we'll, we'll let y'all know where we land on it. We'll let you know. (laughs) yeah but I just noticed like that piece it starts right there that intimacy sexuality and sensuality within women like oh my god it's not that it's non-existent for a lot of women and a lot of women run away from it presence usually yes and so what better way to get women tapped into their wild woman's side than to have a night where we're literally almost ass naked, but we'll be in lingerie. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at your flaws. You have to look at other women. You have to be in a space where you literally are almost naked and you have no other choice but to be your authentic self and work from that. 
So I can't wait for that event because I think it's going to be very impactful. And again, as we spoke about earlier, it's going to inspire other women to just show up and be the authentic self. So I'm excited. I'm really excited about the event. Um, I actually posted about this in a Facebook group that I've been a part of. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Levy. Um, yeah, yeah, I still be on Facebook. Like, don't. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> okay, Auntie. Let, okay, because I be on my Auntie vibes on Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I posted about that. Um, because one of the women she asked was like what is something that we could do to like elevate like another like another woman and I mentioned the work that I do and she was like I had no idea that like this is what you do like I had no clue um and she started giving me some of her story and I just remember thinking like this this work that I do this is the only way that I was able to like confront like all of the things even when I think about like traditional therapy, right? Um, and this is no dig at therapy because I'm gonna tell everybody to go to therapy every single go go to damn therapy if it's accessible right? too. If it's accessible, go to <laughs> therapy. I'm not saying not to do it <laughs> for me. But definitely do it. Do it. Do it. For, yes, for me though. <laughs> um, when I started um, really working on myself as a sex doula and stepping more into sacred sensuality and sexuality um that's when I really confronted the the underbelly of like all of the the trauma the doubts like beliefs and stuff like that um because I feel like sometimes and this is one of the reasons why I need to go back to school um (laughs) I don't want to but you know whatever hello um damn loans (laughs) hello like I just don't and then on top of that I've noticed that I can tell that I have been out of like like traditional spaces on like being on a computer a lot doing a lot of I can tell that my body is no longer in the mold of that and I think I was filling out paperwork for maybe like an hour and the way that my eyes hurt girl no it's unnatural (laughs) I was like I need where are my glasses like yes I need to put these on um but I remember thinking back to like me and my therapist and I was like there was so much that we discussed but it felt very surface level to me and I could never put a finger as to why you know what I mean like she would ask me these questions we would talk about it but like it just wasn't giving what I thought liberation should feel like in my exactly. mind moving through a therapeutic space. And so when I really started to lean on um, my ancestors, really started to lean on like what sexuality, sexuality means to me, that was like the, okay, so we've done all this work up here at like the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Now that we've started to do like our mirror work, now that we're doing like our what if or like affirmations that's what I like to call them I affirmations now that we start to do those when we're saying those and noticing like what does this bring up and like if this feels uncomfortable where in my body do I feel it and when I started to do that of like now I can tell someone if I'm angry versus when I'm like anxious Mm -hmm. they feel different on my body or if I don't like you if I don't fuck with you like that I know my stomach gonna hurt. Exactly. <laughs> I know my stomach gonna hurt because mm, some just ain't hitting. Exactly. <laughs> it's very much like you know when you eat a dish and your stomach just automatically is just like. Mm. Yep. You lactose. It's like uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like you lactose. Mm-hmm. Yes, like you lactose. 
And so it's just like when I really started to get into this work and really like finding what to your to your organization, finding what like being a wild woman meant to me being at peace and all this chaos like what does that mean to me how does that have to happen what's the community that I need down to like what are the conversations that I need to have throughout my week so I can maneuver because mental stimulation is important oh it's very important (laughs) it's essential like it's essential I can't just be having the same conversations with Mm -mm. all the time I'm I'm gonna get burnt out and I don't want that for myself like that may work for y'all but baby baby. you are operating on a higher frequency it's it's, can't do the small talk I can't do small talk it's it's gotten really bad over the years yeah um but really making a note of like what all I needed and so talking to this woman and even thinking back to like um, a few of my clients too of just like you don't know what raw feels like until you open up what the taboo is mm. you don't know that what raw it makes me think of like um any when you you have your taboos like the things that you don't do you don't wear you don't touch you don't yeah. drink like it, it makes you you know those are your things that you cannot do the thing that you're a lot of people will from those who like I've spoken to when it comes to um, like their taboos a lot of people what they have all said is like what you don't know is like your taboo could be medicine for somebody else yeah and so it's like yeah society may say don't do this don't do that you shouldn't talk about this you shouldn't talk about that like that's the taboo you shouldn't touch this at all mm-hmm. but what you don't know is like to society it may be something they cannot touch it may be something that's too sensitive it's too much but when you give it to people who need it, people who need to understand it for the betterment of their their existence, you don't know what kind of medicine you're about to give them. Exactly. You don't know what breakthrough is going to happen for them and how they're really going to be able to transform in front of your eyes just because you gave them what they needed, not what you needed. Mm, I love that you have gotten into this work. Um, and I know you've been doing it for a while, but to your point, people need to know that these type of people exist in these professions and this resource exists because to your point, therapy may not be for everyone. Yeah. So to your point, I would love for everyone to go, but I was in the same boat as you. Like, I can't do regular therapists. I love y'all. I love that y'all went to school for that. Truly do. Y- you do not resonate with me. That's why I have a high priestess who is a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. but also spiritual because I need to be poured into in a way that's not surface level. I felt like in those other sessions, to your point, like I, I felt smarter than a damn therapist. Like, girl, you know? I don't work with this. <laughs> I've worked through this a year ago. And to your point, my grandmother, she always said this one quote to me before she left this realm. You have to be your own counselor at the end of the day. You have to learn yourself. You have to study yourself because, again, you are your greatest power. So, yeah, we can go to this religion or we can go to this therapist or we can go utilize this other resource but you have to be your greatest asset and you have to know yourself in and out whether I don't care how you do that to your point yours was through your practices and learning or becoming a sex doula for me it's like studying my chart my astrology chart studying my ins and outs so it's just like you have to know yourself and then operate in this world because anything else, you're always going to depend on someone else to tell you about yourself. Yeah. Because to your point, like a therapist cannot tell me certain things that I had to literally sit here in this house, cry, mm-hmm. look in the mirror, talk to spirits and figure out what is to wrong with me. Out. 
Yep. My lineage work with a genealogist. Like what what's the missing piece that I cannot find out from a professional Mm -hmm. because the universe gave me that task. God, whoever you want to believe in most high, like whatever you want to say, like I am the professional when it comes to my life. Yeah. Now I ain't going to lie. Some people now, you know, you do need a (laughs) professional. (laughs) So I'm not going to, it doesn't discount. We just, yeah, you know, some people have surpassed that point and they need, but for the people who like are really invested in their spiritual practices and their spiritual journey, like that's one of the biggest things as we all know, like we not going to get those answers from a high priestess, a baba, a damn mm-hmm. therapist. Like it has to come it has within to. you first. Yeah. Those are just tools that they'll help us on our journey. Mm-hmm. They'll help elevate they us and like help us up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still you. Yeah. So I'm happy you said that. And like, I just hope like when people, they listen to this, like it's so many other things that y'all don't even know, like a holistic, a holistic doula, um, a grief doula, or what is it? Uh, a death, is it doula? death doula. Like that's something I kind of, I don't want to get into death. I want to do the holistic wellness doula. Um, it's a trans vulnerability like doula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a vulnerability doula. And it's just like, it's so many, whatever you need in your life is out here for you, but you have to be willing to search for it and go get it. Ooh, that makes me think that mm, I was gonna post this earlier today, but now I'm gonna post it when I post the episode. Um, having the discussion of the things that are most treasured, you have to go look for them. Mm, the alchemist. This is exactly what that reminds me. Yeah, you have to go look for it. Nobody thinks this also makes me think of like Pirates of the Caribbean type of shit. Um, but that's just because it's my favorite, like one of my favorite series. I love it. <laughs> I used to want to be a pirate, like when I was real little. <laughs> I, like I was real dead. Like if somebody came up to me today and was like, let's go ahead and go, I would be ready to just pack it on up. Like we can leave today. I love that. Um, <laughs> but when you have, when you know that there's treasure. They never say, oh, there's treasure out there. It's always, there's buried treasure. That's yeah. the sentence. There's buried treasure. It's always worth it. Yes, it's an adventure. You're going to be doing some wild shit, okay? You're going to be going every which way. Mm-hmm. It's all, all the time. There are going to be ups and downs. You're going to want to give up because why the fuck am I out here? <laughs> when I could be doing something <laughs> when I doing something else but then once you get there even once you get to where x marks the spot you still have to dig and get it and have to go get it and then once you get the treasure box out what you gotta do you gotta open it mm-hmm. but the things that are the most valuable are usually the things that we have to go out and get you notice what I'm noticing too, because I actually, it's funny you said that treasure, I'm thinking of the desert and then the alchemist. I just reread, reread that book and girl, I hate to be cliche because that is every spiritualist favorite no, book to go is. to. Like I know, I really know sometimes that your ass ain't reading if that's the first book that you say, um, yeah. but I do love it. It's a beautiful book. And so I had to reread it because it just didn't resonate the first time. But when you just said that, what I got from this last reread was like, sometimes the treasure is within the journey. Yeah. And going to a place that you never saw yourself going to, it's not even like there, it's like you were the treasure the whole time. And sometimes it takes you traveling far and wide to realize like it was within you this whole time. Now you go back to wherever you need to go back or ascend to wherever you need to ascend to and realize that you are the treasure throughout this journey so it was funny that you said that because yes while I do agree like some places there literally will be a treasure that we have to uncover and unlock but sometimes 
it's within the journey within us. That is the treasure. That's for sure. And the and to learn which one it is actually doesn't even matter. You just have to be present. You'll figure it out when you figure it out. But you just have to be present in the moment of like what is going on. Mm -hmm. By the time you figure it out, it's not even gonna matter that much. (laughs) No, we are so big on conceptualizing things that just aren't meant to make sense. Like just enjoy the ride, embrace it enjoy the ride that's the reason why I'm loving this like and I said this in the last podcast episode but I'm gonna say it again that's why I'm loving <laughs> this like be delusional like oh my god I love it I, I am it. so in love with that I love <laughs> it because yes walk by faith and not by sight that's all delusional mm-hmm. is that's all we're talking about we're talking about walking mm-hmm. by faith and not by sight understanding like okay sure to the naked eye this shit look wonky you okay. bat shit crazy to the naked eye. <laughs> I'm looking bat shit out here. However, but to us, we're living the best life, though, that yeah. we deserve. But you feel good. You're having a good time. Like, yeah, sure, you may cry, whatever the case may be. But even after the cry, you're like, wow, I really needed that. Or I didn't know I needed to talk about that. Or, you know, I didn't, need, I didn't know I needed to explore that, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. But, like, be delusional enough to enjoy the journey even though it may not look like things are progressing like that, when you can be grateful for the things that are positive to you, that feel good to you, that's where your progression really starts to transform and really starts to open up for you because now you're paying attention to what you do want, not what you don't want. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, is that even delusion? Like, are y'all delusional for not being in the state that we're in constantly right now? And what I mean by that is like, Y'all sit in these mundane routines and it's no shade to anybody. It's just like a perspective. Like, is this delusion or is this freedom? Personal freedom. A personal because freedom. like, it's a choice to wake up and say, hey, I'm not doing that. Hey, I'm leaving this. Or, hey, mm-hmm. I'm just about to go move to Africa with no plan and no money in my pocket. And I'm going to figure it out yeah. because I'm a big believer. Like this life is meant to be experienced. Mm-hmm. I'm not meant to just exist in this world. I'm, a meant, to li- I'm meant to live this life. That's why a lot of things have been, I'm learning like the intentions, like the, the vision that I was given for like the work that I do and like really sitting with it. A lot of it is that a lot of it. Mm -hmm. It's not that, you know, I want you to be able to live. So I want you to be able to allow your senses to like take you wherever you want to go to that feels, Mm -hmm. that feels right for you, you know, and really being able to understand that like, I'm not going to understand everything along the way, but I know mm-hmm. enough right now to be here. And that's why I'm here. Right so if I got to be delusional to take the next steps, well, where my switch, let me go ahead and yeah. cut the thing on and let's, and let's get it. Let's <laughs> get let's, it. Yeah. You tell people who let spirit lead and walk by faith, like it, they wear it on their shoulders. And I'm so happy to be a part of that community. Uh, you are one of those people as well. Like, it's something when they walk in the room, when, when we walk in the room, mm-hmm. like it shows, it it's shows. just like, and that's why I keep saying like, is it delusion or is it personal freedom? Because if I die tomorrow, I can honestly say, Lord forbid, please. Ooh, I gotta stay a little bit longer, but you know what I'm I saying? Can say, <laughs> I can say that I've done everything that I was meant to do. And I am truly experiencing this lifetime, not just existing in it. And so I just hope more people whether you call it delusion, whether you call it personal freedom, I hope more people are 
are guided to go down that path because it's so liberating. When I tell you, you hit it on the head earlier, I have moments where I cry. I have moments where I feel the most stress that I've ever felt. But it's also like this sense of ease, even in those moments. Like I had a moment today, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what's going to happen next, but... I feel so comforted. It's so weird. It's, it's just so like, weird. It's so weird. But it's so divine because I know like this isn't telling me like you are on the right path. It's just like, I don't have no worries. I don't have any anxiety. I'm not stressing because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be good. And it's going to look very different than what I had expectations for myself. Like it's going to surpass that. It's going to be the most beautiful life that I ever asked for because I asked for it because I and I manifested yeah and I manifested this so I just really really hope your listeners and anybody else we come across like more people choose that delusion because it's really like people haven't asked me like how have you been doing it like I think just the feeling of doing it has been keeping yeah. me afloat yeah that's been the push on my end I just like just do it it's just like Nike not it coming through this is how I came through I'm gonna tell you because I don't care you gonna find it funny. It was like, mm, you know, you be reading a lot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you don't have to read. You could just experience it. Yep, same. Literally, I'm over here like, oh, let me study this person. Let me yeah, go. Like, let me study this. Let me figure out. Do 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 do. Like, mm. it's like just live. No, just live. And I noticed when I chosen that path just to live mm-hmm. and just to experience, mm-hmm. everything has come to me. Like I am abundance. I are abundance. Like it's been coming to me so effortlessly. Whether it's somebody for Peace in a While who is an environmental policy um, candidate or PhD candidate, whether it is a grant writer, whether it is women who just like reached out because she liked a picture of mine and she felt my energy through the picture. Like when you stop forcing life, it flows. You flow with it, I should say. And that's what I wish for everybody. It's just like you said, like we, I spent, I want to say when I first, uh, experience my spiritual awakening girl the typical like let me wear the hair wraps let me do this let me go to the hotel niggies let me like oh oh my god it was a whole process and to your point like spirit was like girl don't make me slap you like if you don't release yourself from these social constructs and what this experience should look like and just allow it to be whatever it needs to look like for you trust this because that comes with trusting yourself for sure. And I think that that's the beauty in like trusting self to your point of like, even like magical practices, because this is something that's really just been like sitting on me all morning of just like, no hoodoo practitioner does everything the same way. Absolutely not. No tarot reader does everything the exact same way. Similarities. Sure. We may be using the same herbs. Sure. We may be using the same scriptures. Sure. But that work is different. Oh my God, you hit it on the head. Yeah, but to know what your work is, you have to trust in the work that you You do. (laughs) Okay? It's okay to ask a question to be like, hey, you know, I've been thinking about da-da-da-da. Would you, you know? But if I sit, if I come up with something and I sit it down, I put the energy in, I call in who I need to call in, I do what I I do, what I got to do, and I sit that bitch up. And you create your own remedies because you have to pass that down to your lineage, you not somebody on TikTok. Yeah, it can't be. That's somebody on TikTok. <laughs> Girl, because I feel so bad for my babies on TikTok who literally look for spiritual guidance through these social media platforms. Because to your point, like 
that has to be within you. And if you do need somebody, like, of course, go get some resources or, you know, ask a few questions. But for you to literally look at people on social media as God, as the universe, as your guiding factor, it lets me know all I need to know. You don't trust yourself. You don't trust yourself enough to go make a remedy or out of herbs and teas. You don't trust yourself enough to do whatever spell you need to do. You don't trust yourself enough. Mm-hmm. to be in community with other like-minded people and still stand your ground within your being yep. and not be wavered by what they do. Because to your point, I could be in a room with any practitioner mm-hmm. of any uh, ATR. And it's just like, I, I don't feel the need to conform or confine because I, I can appreciate all of these, but I also know where I stand. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, I feel bad for my TikTok babies. This girl. They, they think that is law. You hear me? Oh. They see a little I remedy mean, on TikTok. They like, this is it. I got to follow this. When Bossy Bruja, once again, I will rave about her from infinity to infinity. And we love it. Okay. She was the first Black woman who told me if I, me, and she be out here doing the oil thing, okay? Mm-hmm. She be making the, she be doing her shit, okay? She said, if I give you something to do, please change at least one thing about it. Every time, my therapist Every, said the same thing. Know, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how much you trust me. You love my work. I don't care. You better change it because you don't know me like that. Yeah. You don't know me like you don't know my ancestors like that. You don't know ancestors. No, don't follow me. You don't know my lineage. Like you don't know what we got going on over here. You don't know. You don't know if our ancestors had beef. I don't know. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Don't follow me. Don't follow me, y'all. And when people come, because you know people like us, people do come a lot to us, like for spiritual advice or guidance. That's my first thing that I tell them as well. Like. Take what you need, throw out the rest. Do not follow me word for word. Even when it comes to dreams, like, hey, can you decipher this? No, that is meant for you to trust yourself, dig deeper, understand your lineage, work with your ancestors. You have to do this word. And don't get me wrong, sometimes with terror, like when we're doing readings, like, of course, that is our job to sometimes bring out messages that they aren't able to um, gather themselves. But other than that, like, uh, I get the question. My number one question I get is like, how can I start my spiritual journey? It's like, y'all, if only <laughs> you already started from you asking me this question, baby, you already on it. That and then my other question is like, do you really want to be on it with you asking me a question like that? Because only you Listen. can like, if they not calling for you, don't don't answer the door. Like it ain't time. It ain't your time, baby. Let me tell you how that <laughs> right there, that right there, really, really, wow. It makes me think of a scripture. If I knock on the door, like if you hear me knocking, will you open the door? Yeah. If they are knocking, even if you hear them, I need you to sit with yourself. Yeah, not me. Don't don't come right me on IG asking, should I answer? Like, girl, I don't know. Oh, because I'm going to tell you yes. What they do? I'm going to tell you yes. Each and every time. I'm going to tell you yes. You and I both, but I, girl, I be trying to baby people into the situation because I'm like, because I just know like nope. <laughs> the way that social media has portrayed spirituality, baby, this is not a fairy tale ride. It's this is hard. Yeah. Horrific in some cases. Like you, you have to really prepare yourself. So when I get that question, I'm like, this is not the glorified version that you have been used to. No, I promise you, you're going to be crying. I promise you, you're going to be like snotting oh my god rolling down the wall okay and like this is not to scare like anybody but it's being honest because a lot of spirituality is really uncovering who you are 
Oh my God, that's it. Literally. And with that comes the lineage. (laughs) With nothing else. Those uh, what we say earlier, those other things, those are literally tools, which I love. They are beautiful tools. But this is literally a journey about you and a lot of people that's really uncomfortable because you got to face some darkness. Because with light, like we all are used to light and abundance and it's joy. But baby, when it comes to that spiritual journey, it's going to yank you by your throat, your hair, your 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 not knotless braids, whatever you got in your head. It's going to drag you and say, come here, let me show you something so we can get you. What's real. Mm -hmm. So you can have that death and that rebirth and get to your higher self. This is how you be, cause ooh, all I can say is from what twenty twenty to now, yeah, we look real different. Uh, listen, <laughs> we look I be contemplating. Different. I need to change my name because I'm like, girl, I don't even feel like the same. And and you know, that's the reason why I started using my Ifa name more because mm-hmm. of that because it's just like mm, it just don't feel right to just use and this is not to discount my name because I love my name I love of course me too my name I love where it came from like, I'm obsessed it rolls off the tongue very mm-hmm. easy okay love it <laughs> but but it was just really giving like R.I.P. because mm-hmm. that's completely different from who I am today like if it's I was to go back and tell like even 20 21 year old me like hey girl this is what we be doing she, i'll be like girl what like are you insane do they need to lock you up like <laughs> and still understanding too like all those those parts of us still exist within us too because even i was just having a conversation with somebody we tend to think nurturing our inner child means just the adolescence or just from a certain age it's like y'all tend to forget about that baby Tay who was 18 or Taylor who was 16 or Taylor who was 22, like those are still a part of me. And I still have to nurture because essentially those are still children. Yeah. It's like, I still have to gather round, round up the gang. Like, come on, right. y'all. let <laughs> me love on y'all. <laughs> but let's understand we have to heal from that and we have to ascend to something much greater. And we all are going to be happy and we're all going to coexist. So it's been an exciting journey and like you said like I'm just happy to see that we both have like birth businesses our babies our business babies out of this it's definitely giving Aries like first sign of the zodiac like one new birth Taurus is like I'm trying to figure it out (laughs) exactly just keep going just keep going (laughs) um I remember I was out (laughs) my grandma she gave me this she's like "Mm, you ain't think he was ready for motherhood did you Mm. <laughs> because um, that's essentially like <laughs> what's happening it is all of this like turmoil and chaos and pain and this that and the third and all these lessons and whatever whatever and you've been sitting here trying to figure out what does it all mean and for you and I and like other women who like I, we've come in contact with being able to birth like what that is mm-hmm. and really seeing the birth like happen because birth is not fun oh no <laughs> I don't care who said like oh my baby slid out it's still not fun like the whole it's process the most traumatic thing you will ever go through in mm-hmm. your life <laughs> and honestly the spiritual journey is no different <laughs> it isn't and like I just uh, I hope people that's the one thing y'all get from this like conversation is like it's hard yeah. but it is so worth it I cannot see myself living on the other yeah, side of the veil 
I tell you, like, I'm so at peace. I'm so comforted. I'm so happy. I'm so much further than what I think I would have been if I've been on the other side of the veil or like just having this stronghold onto systems, ideologies and practices that just weren't in alignment with my higher self. I'm slowly but surely starting to see like I really chose this life and I chose it for a reason and it's blossoming into something far more greater than I could have ever imagined and I just can't wait to see like what else unfolds through this because like you said that walk in by faith oh it is a whole different gift that that should be a damn gift because that a lot of people cannot do that it is a gift um and I accept it as a gift because if I look at it the other way (laughs) <laughs> because when I tell you I delusion it's delusion like when you yeah. look at it in a high a high side it's just like okay like anybody who chooses to walk by faith and just don't know what's going on next it's delusion but I don't know I'm happy here and it's like I find so much peace here and look it's beautiful things yeah. like centrally divine that comes to play and peace in the wild and I'm just like I, w- I can't wait for us to share that with yeah. the world and most importantly collaborate because that's another thing that I noticed that a lot of business don't do like we all can thrive yeah, we all do separate for everyone mm-hmm. for sure. and we regardless if we do the same thing we all have I always like to say this is my favorite quote like we're on parallel journeys but our paths are not identical mm-hmm. absolutely and so the same thing goes for business like regardless if we're doing the same thing if we're in the same wellness and health and uh healing space mm-hmm. it's like we have so much to offer there we have la- different personalities yeah there are layers to everything that's why you mm-hmm. have different therapists that's why you have different doctors that's why you're, yeah. you know i don't know how many mcdonald's and zaxby's and exactly you know, like, <laughs> but you know you're gonna go to that one mm-hmm. it might be 15 20 minutes away but that's your one yeah find what works for you and find what you love and be open to new shit that you love too like you you may not know what you love until you try and open yourself and open your heart up because even like I said I'm gonna share this with people who probably um are in a church and are Christians Mm -hmm. but it's like I have I'm so happy to be surrounded by people who embrace all walks of life without having to judge you so it's just like be open to it because you just never know I had sat with a homegirl recently about that too she had got her um PhD in religion uh studies and she was just saying like I just didn't know like the practices um that take place within Buddhism and like Hinduism and Ifa she was just like I'm amazed Mm -hmm. and I was just so close-minded at first but like I've expanded my way of thinking so I really hope your your podcast does really well at that like expanding people's like thoughts experiences and like just perception of certain topics I hope that too I really do because you know the the layer podcast has transformed transformed in different ways um from my my first podcast even now um it's really uh shifted into something that um what I thought it was going to be, because I think I've said this before, this was just something flippant. Like, someone was like, oh, I love your voice. You have a podcast. And I was like, cool. Let's right, let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> but now, like, it's, it's becoming it's becoming something completely, um, completely different. Um, and I'm very grateful for it. And as it, as it grows, you know, I pray that it, it becomes the safe space that it was originally intended to be for for my colleagues and I, we can come, we can talk about business, life, religion, mm-hmm. these niggas, 
period whatever else <laughs> family um because it's real when i thought of the layer space the layer space is like a legit like lions they go to their layer and they go chill out mm. that's what this is that's what the podcast is we're gonna come in here we're gonna lay out chill out <laughs> have a good time you yeah. might come here crying you might come here wounded but by the end of it you're gonna feel a bit better everything may not be perfect but you're gonna feel a bit better yeah and you're gonna feel rested recharged and rejuvenated yeah i love that i'm so proud of you and i'm so happy like you gave me the space to like share my platform and i hope anyone listening i don't care if you're far and wide when you are in atlanta reach out follow me on socials and like let's let's find peace in a while because similar to the layer like we need a place of refuge like that's just point blank period y'all can come here to the layer catch a nap relax and i'm gonna send y'all outside you know how your grandma used to say you've been uh-huh. out too much go outside get off that <laughs> tablet and that phone yes stop watching this tv go outside mm-hmm. <laughs> go outside and peace in the wild yeah and when we can't go outside because we have to recognize winter will be coming <laughs> faster than we know All right like, other spaces and that's another element before um we go i wanted to mention like aside from the actual adventures and wild women is also the event segment of it. So when it is 15 degrees outside, like let's go around the city again and find places that offer peace in the wild. There are so many smoothie shops. There are so many plant shops. There are so many just spaces that cater to like that holistic wellness, but it can give you what you need. Play classes or what is it? Pottery classes. Cause I love to take those dance classes. So I eventually want to create a directory for each city um, where you can find peace in the wild where you're not able to go outdoors. And of course I'll have the outdoor directory for each state and place that I go to. Um, but yeah, I want that element of like, this, this is going to be a thing. This is about to be a little empire. This is going to be something that is transformative for my people, you know? I love that. I love that. Well, let everyone know where they can find you so they can find peace in the wild. Yes, y'all. Like I said earlier, I hate um, social media. So for <laughs> now, I can't do two uh, social media pages to run both. So follow me at Tay Crenshaw, T-A-Y, and then Crenshaw like the street in L-A, C-R-E-N-S-H-A-W. You can also find me on Twitter. I dwell in that space a lot too. I love to write. Um, and then the website is coming within the next week because I want to get something out there and I want to be able to house the uh, calendar it's just easier to house it on a website so be on the lookout for that and the next wild woman call is going to be the first week of May the first Sunday of May and then the next adventure which I believe we're gonna go with whitewater rafting is going to be yes the last Sunday of May I need to check what Memorial Day weekend is but I want to say it's the weekend before the last um, Sunday of May. So we'll be outside if y'all need me. Always here. Yes, yes. Love that. I will put all of her information down below. I will put the books that we talked about down below. Yes. Anything else that, that needs a link. It'll be down below in the description yes. bar. Um, as always, thank you guys so, so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram because y'all know this where I'll be at. Goodness. Um, centrally underscore divine. You can catch any podcast updates at the layer podcast with two underscores at the end. Um, you can also find me on OnlyFans. I'll be having a good time over there that's dot divine so essentially dot divine um, i'm gonna start uploading a few uh sex toy reviews and talking to you guys about that so if you want the sex toy reviews and things like that y'all gotta go over there because y'all know instagram be instagramming 
Okay. Oh my God. It would teach you so quick. <laughs> Instagram be Instagram, and I'm just trying to educate the people. Okay. That's it. That's it. Uh, but those are the places that you can find me. You can also find um, the shop on the website. Um, I'll link that down below. So all of your um, conjuring enchantment oils, if you want to do one-on-one coaching with me, um, and I'm getting ready to include a few events. So be on the look like, be on the um, subscribe to the website. Yeah, it's just, you know, I've been getting yelled at enough about doing an event or at the bare minimum, like collabing with somebody mm-hmm. in my community. So, you know, I can only get yelled at so much before I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Listen okay. to spirit. You know, okay, fine. Um, the way that it's unfolded has been very like, hello, do the event. Um, so um, be on the lookout for that on the website and subscribe uh, for email blasts and email updates. Um, but that's it. I have to go. Um, I've run out of water, which means my throat is dry and so I need water. <laughs> So I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace and blessings.